Hello, welcome back. I hope everyone has enjoyed their Thanksgiving holiday weekend and had a lot of great things to consume. As we transition from our Thanksgiving holiday weekend, we will get to Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time, which is 40 years old this year, and Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You on Repeat. We spent time with our families where we enjoyed some of their cooking and spit others cooking in the garbage behind their backs. And we keep eating the same Thanksgiving dinner for days to weeks that will give us the opportunity to fight a foodborne illness until it's time to unwrap the Christmas gifts. This is the tradition of Thanksgiving, being with family and avoiding the crude and condescending nuances for a short time. However, the mainstream media and the unpatriotic members of the left will not be able to take a break from the relentless attacks on the president and America's first family. The left will spend the remaining of this time of the holidays in the year finding talking points to further crucify the president as if he's a modern-day Scrooge. But the president is used to that and the despicable talking points from the propaganda state news mainstream media and their cesspool of fraudulent talking points on networks like CNN, the Clinton News Network, MSNBC, better coined as MSDNC, and ABC, and all the others powered by the deep state agenda. As this is the time you spend with your family, you'll realize that the left has not been talking to you about family values, only division and unhinged anger. And it's not because of the current president, it's the fact that the deep state couldn't shove the devil's daughter, crooked Hillary Clinton, down our throats. I bring this up because we are nearing another crucial presidential election, and the democratic satanic elitists are hard at work. In a recent article last week posted by The, by the Hill, it was mentioned that Barack Obama would openly speak up to stop Bernie Sanders. That sounds like 2016 Watergate all over again, along with that dossier that Hillary Clinton created illegally spying on a duly elected president. Furthermore, it appears that Barack Obama is apprehensive to endorse that unhinged, low-energy jackass, sleepy, creepy, crazy Uncle Joe Biden. As we all know, Barack Obama has been great at playing the facade as the knight in shining armor for Democrats. Recently, Amelia Clark posted on her Instagram about meeting Obama and on how she cried harder than she did when she was bent over by Cal Drogo when she played Khaleesi in the first season of Game of Thrones. She talked about how Obama is a visionary and a leader to look up to. If her performance in the last season of Game of Thrones was any example of how she envisioned Barack Obama in leadership, then they are both on the same page when it comes to being leaders. Terrible. It's clear that Obama only cares about his public image. He has always been the man with this cool mentality and never showing any emotion or honesty. If you let the mainstream propaganda deep state news media tell it, this is apparently the way a former president is supposed to conduct himself. Just like he did when he forced us into Obamacare, causing the middle class to pay thousands of dollars more on health care as an onslaught of Americans who are used to stealing from the government anyways continue to take advantage of these government benefits. 
Back in 2008, he did an unbreakable vow with crooked Hillary Rotten Clinton that caused him and every superdelegate who was a part of the deep state to align themselves with crooked Hillary Clinton or Faith Libel. Any failures to align with the second coming of Satan, crooked Hillary, was political career suicide. Tulsi Gabbard is the only current presidential candidate that is on that stage that did not endorse Crooked Hillary in 2016. She endorsed Bernie Sanders. Tulsi Gabbard was also one of the first opposition politicians to meet with Trump and try to be something that is not existing in the modern-day Democratic Party, and that's be bipartisan. And because of this, she has been portrayed as a Russian sympathizer and an accomplice to Putin. How the left portrays it, you would think that Putin and Gabbard were dick to pussy fucking. For Christ's sakes, these people are politicians, not porn stars. But the propaganda, deep state news, mainstream media outlets like CNN are quick to turn any of their deep state opponents into an episode of sex, lies, and videotapes. Look what they did to poor Trump during the pussy grabbing comment. They turned a little locker room talk into a pseudo-public scandal like Bill Clinton hasn't been doing any touching for more than 50 years. But yet, Barack Obama continued to campaign for crooked Hillary even though she was dropping it like it's hot during the World Trade Center 9-11 ceremony. They had to lunge her in a car like a scared dog who didn't want to go to a vet. As Trump continued to walk over crooked Hillary, there was no realization from the left that endorsing her wasn't a good idea, and once we made it to the second presidential debate, it was apparent that Trump had the upper hand. Donald Trump slapped Hillary Clinton around in that debate like a pimp slapped around a hooker that only came back with $10. However, with all these gaffes and transparency that Hillary Clinton was going to lose, Barack Obama was still her driving Miss Daisy as he helped to drive her crooked ass right off of a fucking cliff. He could portray this facade that he's the ultimate motivator of the Democratic Party, but he's not. He's short-term, people will clap, get excited when he talks, but forget the morning. He's a night shift MC at best. Plus the low-energy do-nothing Democrats that the left has produced just shows that they have less motivation than CNN on election night when Trump kicked their asses. Furthermore, they don't read the signs. Bernie Sanders. In the Democratic primaries, won the majority of districts in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. And then Trump captured those same districts in the 2016 general election. But as you let America tell it, you would think that these individuals were committing treason because they did not want to vote for crooked Hillary Clinton and the deep state agenda. And even if you look at the CNN primaries on the website... When Bernie carried those states, you will see that the superdelegates from the left showed strong support for that crooked, decrepit, crip keeper Hillary Clinton. So if Barack Obama can't even look at the numbers in the Democratic primaries that were the preemptive doom of the Democratic Party, how could we trust that he could have been responsible for the metrics of job growth or any other critical analysis that would be beneficial to our preservation? We can see how much of a mess he made before he left. He took an airplane of a billion dollars cash, giving it to Iran after we were bent over in the Iran deal, where Iran literally slapped their dicks on our foreheads. Furthermore, China was walking over the U.S. like a street gang initiation. 
We were hugging Tim Cook as well as he continued to allow 100% of Apple products to be created in China's agenda-driven factories for pennies. Everyone is freaking out that Trump is actually going after China and hitting them with these damn tariffs that they deserve. But let's face it, we're China's biggest customer. So screw all the national debt crap. They would prefer to have our debt with them than having us take our business elsewhere. Because we can easily go to India, Vietnam, the Philippines, and even North Korea. No other country in the world consumes more goods than the U.S. So... Trump knows this. But now that we've taken a moment to talk about Barack Obama, we've talked about the left and their gaffes as they continue to come after us for the holidays, we're going to talk about a candidate who has been a spotlight as of late due to the falling effects of her campaign. And we're going to take a moment to talk about Democratic disaster Kamala Harris. She has made a failed attempt for president of the United States due to our inability to connect with any fucking body, especially African-American voters. For Christ's sakes, she's a modern-day Rachel Dolezal, but there's only one strong point about Rachel Dolezal that is a contrast to Kamala Harris. Rachel Dolezal is actually more in touch with African-Americans than Kamala Harris can even fucking comprehend. And thank God that her campaign of hypocrisy and grandstanding is almost over. Every time you hear Kamala Harris flapping her gums, I want to throw a piece of fried chicken at her and give her a goddamn clue. She'd went over there to Howard University and spent some college years when she was adamant that she used to smoke weed while listening to Biggie and Tupac. Yeah, fucking right. Because we all know that Ready to Die didn't get released until 1994, which was well after her ass graduated. And furthermore, she was not remotely cool enough to would have gotten a mixtape of Biggie rapping. Based on her career path, she would have locked Biggie up for drug dealing anyways. And Kamala's not remotely competent enough with the hip-hop culture to listen to Tupac before Dear Mama, which was released in 1995. And this was far before the Biggie and Tupac beef in the late 90s. During that time, Kamala Harris was in full lawyer mode, ready to lock up every black person that had a dime bag of marijuana in their pocket. She made Samuel Jackson and Django Unchained look like the national leader for the NAACP. Trying to find her black card is trying to find an intact hymen on a retired hooker. In regards to the debate performances, she's literally taken shots at candidates with the least original material. She has rehashed mainstream media, state news, propaganda talking points that made and made them the main talking points for her debates. Now, um, Kamala also talked about, you know, low energy Biden doing nothing for segregation on a federal level. However, what she's done to minorities on a state level, being an attorney general, is a lot worse. And she did this in a state full of softy liberals with unpopped cherries and are sensitive as shit. The state of California. She made sure that the war on drugs was her main agenda. So she clearly doesn't like black people. And when you see what our current president is doing for criminal justice reform, why in the fuck would you want to cater to Kamala Harris with her shucking and jiving hypocritical ass? She recently forced... Her hypocritical campaign manager, Juan Rodriguez, to submit a resignation letter 
and he talked about how poorly the staff was treating. Word on the street is that good old Juan Rodriguez was the nucleus to the problem. And apparently everyone was listening to Kamala's sister. I'm not sure what her, her career path is, but it sure the fuck is in politics from what it sounds like. And this is just nothing but a domino effect. Because furthermore, another campaign aide, um, Kelly, I'm going to butcher this, Mellon Backer, left the Harris campaign to go work for another authorization of nutsack searches, Michael Bloomberg. At least we know that Kelly, um, whatever, the, whatever her last name is, is going to her roots where it comes to fucking over black people. The only state that Kamala Harris will ever be able to win is California, because that state has more hypocrites than every Hillary Clinton supporter on the planet. You can say whatever the fuck you want about us Trump supporters, calling us deplorables, and a, not, a lot of other NSFW not safe for work names that are possible. These bitter clowns are the main reason for the division in the country. And if I had it my way, I would allow convicted felons to vote and ban everyone that voted for that crooked, decrepit, crip keeper Hillary Clinton. Now, in regards to that sinking ship known as Kamala Harris and her campaign, she is now most likely going to kick off her campaign again and rehash it with the same disaster talking points to be more real. But we know that Kamala Harris is as real as expired American cheese. She'll sit here and cry with a bunch of old people out of guilt and cry with a bunch of felons out of fear as she has continued to be exposed for the true hypocrite that she is. She can try all the fuck she wants to hide behind the African-American cultural nuances, her degree from Howard University, and her fake black girl magic being an AKA. We'll watch her find that path in the next two few weeks, maybe months, go off course like she was hit by an 18-wheeler. Because we all know she is destined to be a hypocrite and a disaster, she's more destined to lose like an Impala that is destined to die by a group of hyenas in the Serengeti. We unfortunately have less than 12 months to go of this electoral BS. I'm sure that most of America is waiting for this disaster to be over so that Donald Trump can get back to work and take care of business. Because we all know there isn't a Democratic candidate on the left with the charisma, knowledge, fortitude, or endurance to defeat the current president. And you can say whatever you want about him putting his head on a Sylvester Stallone body, but just like Jay-Z said in Izzo, and when it comes to this whole impeachment process, he said, somehow I beat them charges like Rocky. He may have been talking about his case with a knife, but Trump got the point, and he's going to beat those charges like Rocky. And as soon as this impeachment process crap with conjure talking points and lies is over, Trump is going to use the same gloves to knock out his presidential candidate and get him the fuck out of here. So, I will continue. Thank you very much all for your time and listening, and God bless America.